It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day mm -hmm. for a neighbor. Would you be mine? <laughs> Welcome to Southern Man Western Town. This is episode... Um, let me see, what episode is this? I'm losing track of what episodes I'm on. Why am I uh, talking about a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Because just watch that movie. Me and my wife watched the uh, Mr. Rogers movie. We didn't really like it, to be honest with you. I don't normally do movie reviews. I'm going to do a little movie review right now. We we were looking forward to that being like a, I don't know, like a more of a biography to the uh, Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, but it was more like a movie about the guy who wrote the uh, article about him on Esquire magazine back in the, I think it was the 80s. So we didn't really like it that much. And we tried watching uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the uh, Quentin Tarantino flick. We also did not like that. It was okay. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Not our cup of tea. Might be your cup of tea, though. Both of these movies won awards, I think, so it's just, you know, we didn't dig it. We don't always dig the same things, but neither of us liked either one of those. And, uh, what else did we watch? Oh, I watched the, uh, Stan and Ollie, which is about, uh, um, not Abbott and Costello. Who the hell am I trying to think of? Uh, Laurel and Hardy. Which my wife didn't even know who they were because she's born in 1980. So, but they're a little before my time too. But uh, I uh, I like that movie. Okay. John C. Riley did a good job. But anyway, enough of my Siskel and Ebert crap. This is uh, episode 34. Trente e Um, episode 34, Southern Man, Western Town. I am your host, Jeff Lawrence. Today we have a we have a guy that's calling in for as far western town as you can possibly get. Uh, Gav Brown, the Gav Brown Band, is calling in from Perth, Australia. This is a this episode is actually being recorded here June eleventh. I probably want to. I don't know when I'm going to actually release it out there. I'll give you everybody a little secret, though. People that uh, listen to my podcast, my regular listeners, not the ones that just pop in and listen to a couple minutes and scoot on over to Mark Marin or something. Um, but my regular listeners, listeners, you know who you are out there, Edward, Philip. that's two off the top of my head. Um, if you Here's a secret. I usually, when I record these podcasts... Nine times out of ten, I release them the same night I'm recording them. Now, they'll, that means they'll appear on uh, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff right away. And, uh, but I don't put it out on Twitter and Facebook. and I don't really announce it until I'm done announcing the previous ones. So, um, right now I'm on a still just a barely released episode 31 with Ashton Zire. That one's still the one I'm pushing, but there's actually a couple more already out there. So if 
you're a regular listener, you can just go to anchor.fm where I record this or Spotify and you can listen to them all. But that's just a little uh, little thing I'm telling you. So anyway, Gav Brown calling me in from uh, calling from Perth, Australia. It was 9 a.m. where he was at. He's eating, drinking his coffee and eating eggs or something. And I'm, uh, I'm here at, you know, 7, 8 o'clock at night. Summertime here. I think it's wintertime there. That's, that's how it works. Hopefully one day I'll get to get over there to uh, Australia. I hope I do one day. Let's read some nice stuff about New Zealand today. Hopefully uh make it over that way one day. Seem to have a more control of the virus and the pandemic over there than we do we don't have a we don't have it under control too good here but you never know how it's going to turn out i think we're about to go to uh i don't know we're going to move into a different color thing for the i don't know what you even call it um i think we're, we're going to move it into yellow or something for the pandemic here in utah so they're going to start letting like six, I can't remember if they said 600 or 6,000 people um, gather at outdoor events. So that could possibly mean baseball's returning. I'm not real sure. But anyway, I appreciate Gav Brown for calling all the way in from Australia. And Gav, Gav Brown, um, he's got like a country element to him. Um He's, uh, he's actually been here to America and stuff. He's got a new album about to come out, but you can listen to The Road Less Traveled. That's a good album I've been listening to on Spotify, but he's got a ton of videos out there. You can I can hear the uh, I can hear the Australian in it right away. Um, I don't know uh, what that means. It's not, a, it's not a bad thing or a good thing. I can just kind of tell right off the bat. Um, but yeah, you can... Uh, if you want to reach out to Gav, info at gavbrown.com.au. You can go to his website, uh, gavbrown.com.au. So G-A-V, like Gavin. Imagine that's his whole name. G-A-V-B-R-O-W-N.com.au. Because it's Australia, folks. Got to go to the A-U part. Um, but he's had... He's had uh, the song Railroad Track that I play on the show today was number eight. One of the number eight most popular songs for 2019 for Hot Disc Top 30. Um, he's got he's had, he's been on the charts in Tasmania. Um, so he's in the western part of Australia. So he's been on the charts a lot over in that area and uh, tours Europe and all that stuff. Um, He's got uh, two other albums, Shoalhaven. So I don't know what that means. I should ask him. And Sound Circus. The, the Shoalhaven. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk. The Shoalhaven album um, is available on Bandcamp for download, and uh, you can find uh, Road Less Traveled in uh, in stores. Like I guess in Australia, not here, but kind of a mixture of country rock, folk, and pop, kind of all mixed together. You hear some banjos in there. Some steel guitars, um, some some kind of a. I want this is definitely native to Australian. Probably some kind of like native flute, like a wooden flute, kind of like what the Native Americans uh, or the indigenous people, as you're supposed to call them now. Um, 
or play, playing. So you'll hear that in there. Some really good musicians. I'd definitely go to the YouTube channel and look up Gav Brown Band and check out all that. So anyway, like I said, episode 34, Southern Man, Western Town. Shout out to our new listeners in Russia. Um, I am your host, Jeff Lawrence. And as always, playing a little ditty for you at this intro.
corner There's a bang bang in the air There's a bang bang in my heart Going Joining me on the show right now, all the way from Perth, Australia, Gab Brown. How are you? I'm good, Jeff. It's uh, good to be on your podcast. Oh, thank you, man. I know it's uh, I know it's early there. You're probably having your coffee while I'm having my whiskey. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Actually, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and, uh, and you're you're in the summertime, and uh, and it's currently raining here too. Yeah. What uh? What is it there? Winter? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we meet winter. Oh, okay. That's we got. Uh, we'll have to. I hope everybody can understand both of our accents at the same time today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Right. Been checking out. Uh, been checking out your music for the last couple of days, and uh, yeah, I really like it. I I can't really. Uh, it's it's a little bit country, a little bit rocks. Kind of got a lot of different elements in it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I was, uh, I, I, uh, I, I was actually pleased to. Uh, I was over in Nashville last year, and uh, I was listening to the Americana music, which uh, has different elements of uh, different things in it as well. Which is, uh, which is something which, uh, yeah, we've, we've sort of tried to put into the music. Well, not tried. I mean, the musical ideas just come out, and you. Just run with whatever's in front of you. Uh, well, that's the way we've, we've approached it. Yeah, and you've got the you've got the banjo and the steel guitar and stuff like that in some of them, and uh, so that kind of kind of countries it up a little bit. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, yeah, I, lo- I, I love the uh, the uh, banjo and the steel guitar, it's, and, uh, and and finding different instruments to put into the recordings has been fun as well. We put a bit, we put a bit of. Uh, uh, cigar box guitar into one of the pieces, which was exciting for us. Oh yeah, 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 that's cool. Um, and what's your your latest album? Is it is it the Road Less Traveled? Is that your latest one? Uh, yeah, yeah we're we're just bringing a new album out called uh, Shoalhaven. Oh okay. Uh, which is the la- which is the last the the, the, the last album which would, uh the one the most recent release was was the uh, Road uh, Road Less Traveled album. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, we've got the uh, this last uh, and well, this new album about to come out, uh, which is uh, yeah, it's 
a trilogy of uh, of uh, 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 of albums at, uh, um, uh, with with, pro- uh, with the producer Charlie Young, which which is what you've been listening to, which uh, yeah, and uh, and this uh, last uh, the Charlie albums, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's it's sort of pre pre release. We've got a few things out. Um, Ahead of it, going to the uh, uh, the Spotify's uh, shortly. Right, right. Yeah, I've been uh, watching a lot of the videos too. You got quite a lot of a uh, lot of fans out there. A lot of your a lot of video watches. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been I've been I've been I've been really pleased with that, and it's and it's great to see that uh, you know uh, uh, you know that, that, that they're from all around the world. And it's been interesting the fact that some songs uh, you, you get the, the most plays in America and some some in Canada and some in the UK and you know uh, uh, um, yeah and uh, and some in Asia we have have, have have quite a few Asian listeners as well. Yeah, it works that way. Uh, works that way with the podcast here too. You know, I've got a lot of listeners in Ireland and uh, South Africa and Germany, but I don't think I have many in Australia. Yeah, hopefully you'll change that for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was, uh, yeah, yeah, well, I, I, yeah. Well, I, I've been listening to the podcast, and uh, they're fantastic. And I've also been listening to your music, which is fantastic as well. Oh, thank you. That's yeah, a little different. Uh, I, I do more of a, I don't know, I do more of a smooth jazz kind of thing these days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's. Uh, yeah. Well, it's it's, uh, it's fun having different elements into 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 the music and. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean the, the, the uh, yeah, yeah. When you were, and it's uh, the way you develop. Oh, thank you. When you, when you said you were in uh, Nashville, were you over here touring in America, or were you just kind of over here? Uh, well, last time I was over there, I, I was there because Americana Fest was on. Right. And uh, someone suggested to me that uh, that my music had. Uh, uh, elements of Americana uh, with it, uh, with it, uh, in, in, the, in the fact that uh, I've got uh, uh, a bit of a mix of country and some of it's a little, you know, folk rock um, as well. And uh, and uh, uh, so I went to the Americana Fest and was uh, had a brilliant time just checking out all sorts of different artists and uh, uh, and I, I I I did a bit of rehearsing there and. Uh, and uh, uh, which was which was fantastic as well. Yeah, and you and you do you play uh, do you play all over? Do you go to Europe and other places and play? I know you I know you probably play uh, a lot where you're at. I know maybe New Zealand, Tans- Tasmania, stuff like that. But... Yeah, well, I, I was actually planning to go to uh, Europe uh, 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 as we speak. Although the, although the plans got uh, a little curtailed of recent times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody's got the same yeah. story on the podcast. What? Uh, how? How is the? Uh, how is the? How is it over there in Australia with the pandemic? Are you guys kind of getting out of it? I know New Zealand seemed like they they handled it pretty well. Yes, but yeah. Well, uh, we're so isolated here, and I and I was actually in New Zealand uh, uh, when the pandemic sort of sort of hit, and. Uh, but but I think because we're so isolated, we had no cases in uh, 
Uh, I don't know. I think it might be Australia White. We have no cases, and and the pubs have just reopened, and so uh, uh, which means the uh, the gigs are just restarting again. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's sort of getting back on track. Uh, they still have a bit of distancing, and you've got to sit down when you go to the pub. But it's better than not not being able to go to the pub. I mean, uh, uh, at all, or the hotels. I get the words right. Yeah, here, uh, here is uh, you can. I'm in Utah. I'm out kind of near Nevada and California area. But they, uh, you can only have 50 people in the club. It's it's not quite the same. They're kind of booking some bands, but the band, everybody has to sit down at their table, and you can't go to the dance floor and. It's kind of kind of weird. Yeah. So I haven't really booked anything. Have you uh have you got any new schedule out of where you're playing at or anything? Uh no 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 not as yet. Um I mean it's uh uh yeah I, I, um there's a there's a few sort of small gigs that are, uh, that are coming up but uh but my plans uh, sort of just got got curtailed because we had uh. uh uh, uh, we had some good success in in uh, in Europe, and I, I was planning to go over there and and, and sort of follow up um, uh, the radio stations and um, and the areas in in uh, the UK. And we've had we've had uh, a bit of plays in Denmark and, and Sweden and Norway, which uh, which I was looking forward to going to until recently. Yeah, I mean, I'm still looking forward to going to it and. Uh, but uh, anyway, I mean, I, I think all these things will pass, and, uh, and things will get back on track. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how's it going there? Is it? Uh, uh, it's different. Uh, it's, uh, I imagine it's different in every state here. Like you know, like where I'm at, like I said, you can go to the club, but there, you can only have fifty people. But in California, New York, yeah. New York, California, the bigger areas, you still can't, still can't do anything. Still, no big concerts happening out here. They're talking maybe December. Yes. <laughs> so, um, uh, right. are you doing a lot of, do you do any kind of, um, stuff online like Facebook live videos or any kind of thing for people? Uh, I haven't actually, uh, I, I, I sort of meant to, uh, um, uh, I've, I've sort of been, uh, 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 uh I've been putting out new videos with the band, uh, which are, which are online now, yeah. uh, which uh, which is, which are tracks that are coming off the new album, right? And uh, and uh, mainly just uh, yeah, preparing for this new release, uh, which is uh, uh, which is is coming out, and you know we've got uh, we've got some good views on the uh, uh, on, on on the tracks. We're, we're just getting over a hundred thousand views. On the new tracks, which is which is a okay sort of start. Yeah, and I noticed uh, that. I noticed that. That's really good. Um, so uh, yeah. So when yeah, did, well, when did you uh, when did you start playing? Like how how old were you? How did you get involved in music altogether? Uh, yeah. Well, um, I got involved. Uh, my mum gave me a violin when I was about eleven. Okay. And uh, I've sort of I've sort of. Uh, I sort of played a lot of different instruments, and then I played a bit of trumpet, and and then there was sort of a guitar and a piano floating around the house, and uh, um, and uh, um, 
I mean, I, I got a little bit distracted with work and other things until relatively recently, but uh, 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 I always thought that uh, uh, the utopian thing in life could be like George Gershwin uh, <laughs> yeah. singing, writing music, and uh, and uh, and I always enjoyed sort of tinkering around with chord progressions. And uh, I wrote my first song when I was about eighteen, and then. Uh, I had work and other things sort of get in front of me, and and then the, I probably got uh, more into it uh, about uh, five, 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 maybe five years ago, the, uh, maybe maybe it was a little bit longer, and uh, and I started uh, writing songs and doing more uh, demo tapes, and uh, and we put out. Uh, uh, we did about 60 demo tapes in a, in a year, and then off those uh, demo tapes, um, the producer quite liked 35 of them, and um, so we ended up uh, recording uh, actually 33 three track tracks. And uh, yeah, so, that, so they've been recorded, and we've sort of been a bit flat out recording them. Um, and uh, we've, uh, yeah, it's been awesome fun. I mean, I'll be like, Did you, uh, did you teach yourself how to play guitar? Did you take lessons or? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I taught myself actually. I mean, it was sort of, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's just, um, um, yeah, yeah. It's all, all sort of self-taught, and so the, the style is uh, is possibly a little bit uh, different. And and uh, when we started doing demo tapes, I picked up the mandolin. And uh, and that was a bit self-taught, and, uh, and I play a little bit of banjo, and and uh, the piano is sort of self-taught. Um, who were your uh, so, who, yeah. who were your uh, who were your big influences when you when you started out? Uh, well, I'll tell you that uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen, um, I I really loved from the uh, from the perspective. Um, I, I love that band sound that he has with all those musicians and the way that he, he'll write a song and and he makes room to sort of showcase, you know, different genres and also different uh, amazing musicians that he's got in his band. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, and, and I sort of sat, sat in awe of him. Uh, you know, particularly the fact that uh, when you listen to some of his pieces, you know, he sort of weaves a lot of different genres through his music. Yeah, he does, and he's kind of. Yeah. If you have to point to, I don't know, if you have to point to an American artist, he would probably be, probably be one that uh, would kind of sum it up. Who, who's who's like that over there in Australia? If you, if if somebody had never heard anybody from Australia play, who would you kind of point them to 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 listen to? Um. Yeah. Well, the the, the two the two artists. Um, uh, Paul Kelly in Australia uh, writes really cool songs and uh, from a musicianship perspective, John Butler um, um, uh, uh, the John Butler trio that, that tours around the US yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. and uh, um, his musicianship's pretty cool and uh, 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 but, uh, but I think the thing with music is you, you get so many different elements that come into uh you know, into your music journey. I mean, I love listening to Carlos Santana and his guitar playing. 
and yeah, yeah, you know, all those Latin, Latin sounds he manages to put in there. And, um, uh, and, and, I, and I love listening to, uh, you know, Tommy Emmanuel with his guitar playing. Oh, yeah, 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 he's, he's great. He's, isn't, a, yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't Frank Gambale from Australia? Do you know? Uh, I haven't heard of him. He's a, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure he is Australian. He's somebody that I listen to. He's like a, he's instrumental, you know, he doesn't have any vocals. He's just, uh. Kind of plays similar yeah, yeah. type of music that I play, but I'm pretty sure everybody thinks he's Italian because his last name's Gambali, but I'm pretty sure he's Australian too. Um, yeah. What kind of a what kind of guitars are you playing? I, I got a few people that listen to this show that always want to know what kind of guitars people are playing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I play a uh, a Mason Custom Shop, uh, which um, which I love, uh, which is what Tommy Emmanuel plays. Um, uh, he, play, he plays a slightly uh, uh, different. Uh, they custom shops the uh, their, their high end guitars, but uh, I really love the Masons. I've got a um, I've got a Mason uh, ukulele, which is really cool, and uh, I've also got a, a Mason uh, mini Mason twelve string guitar, which I love as well. Do you do and, uh, uh, yeah. what uh, what kind of amps and stuff do you play through? Um, oh, well, um, I, I, uh, I tend to plug my guitar straight into the, into the PAs rather than taking through, uh, uh, through, through amps. Um, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. But, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, no, but it's, it's great getting, get, getting, uh, new instruments. I mean, I, I, I got a, the banjos, um, uh, a custom, What's the brand? It's uh, it was handmade in uh, in uh, in South Australia. I think it was called White, uh, White Swallow or something. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I love my instruments, which uh, I can see. Uh, do, 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 do you have any particular guitars you do, do you love yourself? Uh, I normally uh, my probably my favorites are just my Fender Stratocaster, but I I play a lot of like hand uh, just stuff I put together myself. I buy I buy like the parts and. And have somebody put them all together for me. <laughs> a lot of mine don't really have a brand. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I must say when I went to Nashville, they have like the uh, uh, some of those guitar shops there, particularly the antique guitar shops. I, I just found were uh, I don't know. It was like a, like a kid in the candy store. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> may uh, you may have went into Gruen Guitars. That's like the main. That's the biggest, not the biggest guitar place in America, but it's like where they all the old Les Pauls and and Stratocasters and stuff are. Yeah. It's called Gruen Guitars, right there on Broadway. When I was uh, yeah. when I was over yeah. when I was over there in my early twenties, I was in that store one time and uh, they threw me out. They said you got to leave, and I was like, what? What did I do? I didn't do anything. I didn't even touch any guitar. They said you got to leave. I said. Okay, but I didn't do anything, and I, they threw me out. And then about five minutes later, I see Jimmy Page and and Robert Plant get out of a limousine and go in there, and they shut the store down and let oh, right. and let those guys let them. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, that's when they were kind of touring together without Led Zeppelin. They were just Page Plant thing in the nineties. But uh, yeah, Jimmy, oh. Jimmy Page. Uh, a little bit later, I stayed out there until they came out, and they they brought out like five or six uh, guitar cases and put them in the put them in the limousine. So. <laughs> Jimmy Page probably bought bought some old yeah, right, well, Les Pauls in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, this place was called Carter's Classic Guitars. I think it was, uh, which was just out of town a bit. Oh, okay. Which, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time. I'm from, uh, I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, down below there, so we would, I'd constantly go up there in the 90s, but now I'm way on the, over on the West Coast, so I don't get over there much. Um, yeah, yeah. I was noticing on your videos, your band, is that your, is that your, like, full-time band, or are those guys studio musicians, or how do you, how's that working out? Uh, well, they're, 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 they're studio guys, and, uh, you know, we, uh, uh, so I sort of play in different formats depending on the on what the uh, what what the venue is, but uh, they're um, yeah they're some of the best musicians in uh, uh, in Perth, uh, and and uh, but they're, they're they're all you know uh, international uh, standard uh, players. Uh, uh, Ian's played with Keith Herbert, and uh, he's actually got two Grammys. Uh, and played with a sleep at the wheel in, in his previous uh, uh, time in the US, and uh, yeah, yeah, they're all you know they're all very accomplished in their own rights, and I've just been really lucky to have them uh, have them play with me. Yeah, I was really uh really enjoying watching the one uh there's one song I can't remember which song it is, but the guy plays like a classical guitar solo on a like a nylon string. I was really uh really... oh yeah yeah. It, it, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Christian's a uh, uh, Christian Boring. Uh, for the people who want to check him out, he's uh, uh, he's a jazz guitarist, and uh, he's uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's actually had a had a, uh, a jazz album in the top fifty. Was it the, uh, in the, of albums in the Times? In London, because uh, he, he came out from uh, the UK relatively recently to move to Perth, um, and so uh, yeah, yeah, Christian's been uh, uh, fantastic to sit, sit and watch and play and get him to play play. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Do you have any um, Do you have any down the road plans to come back over here to the states and, and do any play? Yes. Yeah. Well, my. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, I, uh, my, my plan for this year was actually to do a tour of the, of Europe and then after that to come and, uh, and, uh, and, and tour the US, which is, uh, which is slowed down again, uh, for, uh, uh, but, uh, it, it's definitely on, on, on the, on the plan. Yeah. Shoot um, for, a, uh, because I, 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 shoot for 2021. It'll be, I'm sure it'll be opened up by then. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I love the US. I've been, I've, I've been to, uh, uh, I've been to the US a, a, a number of times now, and uh, it's, uh, it's got such a, uh, a, a great, um, you know, musical richness to it. And uh, you know, it's, it's great to play there, you know, and meet all these amazing musicians. But, uh, uh, but also, you know, to watch the different styles and and the great players that you've got there. It's uh, is uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's all part of the uh, the uh, the fun musical journey that you have with music, which uh, yeah, which has been a real delight. We all uh, we all want to come there, just none of us can afford it. <laughs> it's so far away. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah. Well, I can t I can tell you, we'd, we'd love you down here. You're uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a lot of population in Australia. We've got twenty million as opposed to three hundred and fifty million that you have there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, we do love our 
music here, which is why, you know, you do get a, you know, a lot of touring acts that come through, even though we don't have much of a population. What do you, uh, and, uh, and it, what is, what are the, what does the average Australian think of our, think of our president? <laughs> do I want to know? Uh, well, it's, um, I mean, uh, we, 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 we have our own politicians, so, uh, no, I, I, I uh, it's, uh, yes, I, I, uh, when I'm in America, I, uh, uh, I'm a visitor, so I don't, uh, I, uh, I, uh, yes, I'll, I'll let you, you guys choose your politicians and we'll choose ours and, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, but, but we certainly have some, some interesting times with our politicians here. <laughs> yeah. Well, um. I know I've I know I've kept you long enough on the on here, and I appreciate you calling. I, give, give everybody all the info where they can find all your stuff at. Yeah, well, if they go to the website, it's www.gabbrown.com.au, or uh, uh, I've also got com. They can go to. Uh, we've got the uh, Facebook page, Gab Brown, and. Uh, and check me out there, uh, but all the links are on the website. And uh, yeah, you can go to the, uh, the, uh, the, the YouTube and check out the videos. Um, yeah, and I appreciate everyone having to take and, and, and you've got one album on Spotify, or do you have more than that on there? you got more than that on there, right? Uh, well, there's one, there's one, there's one there at, at oh, okay. the moment, and we'll be putting the, uh, the next album up there. And the... Uh, 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 the, uh, you can also check out YouTube Music. That's got that's got the first album on there. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. Now can but, they uh, can yeah. pe- can people buy physical CDs and stuff still off your website, or is it all digital? Uh, yes, it, yeah, yeah. We got the physical CDs of all three albums on the website, and uh, they're also on Bandcamp. Okay, uh, they can go to Bandcamp. Um, and uh, type in Gap Brown, and and you can see the and have a listen to the albums. Okay. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and I'll make sure I'll know when I do the outro to the show, I'll put all that on there again. And I'm going to play a couple of your songs on here on this show today. Um, this show will probably air next Saturday. Um, I've got a oh, cu- cool. couple coming up before then, but uh, yeah, I certainly appreciate you calling. I tried to call you, and my phone said. Uh, your plan doesn't include this area, so they wouldn't let me call you. So I hope I didn't hope I didn't cost you. Uh, right. Hope I didn't cost you too much money when you uh, on your phone. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> um, well, man, I appreciate yeah. you. I appreciate everything. I hope to have you on again once you get your tour schedule for uh, whenever you get going out there on the road again. Um, we'll have you back on, and you can tell everybody where you're going to be and all that. Yeah, 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 cool. And uh, yeah, well, I, appreciate, I really appreciate you having me on, and, uh, and and I appreciate all your music that you're doing, and uh, and, and I was listening to your podcasts, and they're fantastic as well. Well, thank you, man. Well, well done with all that. Well, thanks a lot, and uh, stay safe, yeah. and stay safe, and I'm gonna keep uh, keep pushing your music. I got a Spotify playlist for everybody that's ever been on the show, and I'm gonna add you on to that, and uh, I'll keep keep pushing you out there. As soon as I get this uh, this all wrapped up, I'll shoot you a link so you can. Uh, share it to everybody that you that you talk to yeah cool all right yeah well you have a good morning <laughs> yep all right and say thanks all right talk to you later all right bye
This is Gav Brown with a light force. So this next segment is Event Security Stories Part 2. I did a Part 1 a while back, but uh, basically, just to catch you up, um, for about 20 years now, I've on and off done Event Security Part-Time. 
If you don't know what event security is, if you've ever been to a sporting event or a concert, you'll see the guys in the yellow shirts um, up in the front row, like like with their backs to the stage, making sure people don't get on the stage, hanging out with the ushers, making sure you don't uh, run onto the set where you're not supposed to sit, um, throw people out if they're too drunk to fight, whatever. Yeah, sometimes you're in, you know, not always in yellow shirts. I've been in black shirts, red shirts. Currently doing it for uh, Vivint Smart Arena, where I, we're just uh, furloughed right now because we uh, we do the Utah Jazz basketball games and all the concerts there and the uh, Salt Lake Bees baseball team. So that's all, that's all been put on hold for a while. But this story dates back to... I'm going to say 2016, I think. It could have been 2015 or even 2017, but this story is about the time that I kind of met Mick Jagger. How did I kind of meet Mick Jagger? Okay, so the Rolling Stones were uh, coming to do a concert. I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm from. I had moved back there from Utah for three or four years. Kind of helped my dad retire with his business, but uh, that's irrelevant to this story. I'm uh, anyway working uh, event security at Georgia Tech Stadium. So Georgia Tech's a big college right in the middle of Atlanta. Um, not in the greatest area, but kind of near the varsity uh, famous hot dog place where Bill Cosby and Nipsey Russell and stuff worked. Not Nipsey Hustle, Nipsey Russell. You have to be old to know who that is. But uh, Georgia Tech Stadium, the Rolling Stones are coming into town to play a show. It's sold out. I don't know how many people that stadium holds, but it's got to be close to, I don't know, 50,000, 30,000. I don't know. You could look it up, but it's sold out. So I'm prepared to work like a 10, 11-hour day. Park my uh, car in the nicer area of town over in Buckhead, uh, took the subway down, walked over to the stadium, put on my yellow event security shirt, thinking, all right, I'm going to be right there in the front row of the Rolling Stones concert. I've never been to the Rolling Stones show, never had the money to pay, you know, pay $1,000 a ticket or whatever they pay. And I'm not even, to be honest with you, I'm not really a huge Rolling Stones fan. When I was younger, I mean, I had... I had some of the records, and I liked all the hits. I, got, I really got into Tattoo You, which isn't one of their most famous albums, but I was really into that as a kid in high school, middle school, whatever. Uh, but, I, you know, I like all their stuff. I do Sympathy for the Devil in my set when I do my trio. Um, I like, I do Honky Tonk Woman in my trios. I mean, I like them, but I'm not a huge, gigantic fan. But still thought it would be cool. And then I get there, and what do they do? They take me upstairs inside the... Now, this is an outside football stadium. They take me inside up where the uh, police office is. There's like an office up there where the police kind of monitor TV sets, and they monitor how they can see over the stadium. They take all their calls, and they, they stick me right there at the door that there's a staircase in the back of the stadium. The cunt, you can't go up the staircase come through this door and then the next door over is the, the police door if you go past the police door you have the 
wardrobe area for the Rolling Stones, which was already full of all kinds of clothes and stuff. They had their own seamstresses stuff. It was crazy. So I'm thinking, well, great. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna. Not gonna see the show. I'm just gonna stand here at this door, make sure nobody comes in this door for 11 hours. So that's what I'm doing. I'm thinking, well, maybe I'll go over there and peek through the curtain, and I can see the band later or something. So I mean, hours go by, and it looks like it's gonna rain. I, I, look, I have this like octagon-looking window that I can look out, and I look out and I see a limousine pull up. It's not really a limousine. It's kind of like a I don't know, they call it a limousine, but it's more like a big old SUV kind of Cadillac Escalade kind of thing. And then uh, Mick Jagger gets out with a bunch of, you know, bunch of us, other, his own personal security guys. And uh, so he goes in and he, he starts jogging around the stadium. And this is early. This is like six, seven hours before the show. And he's stopping and signing autographs to the people working there, people selling popcorn, selling T-shirts, and all that stuff. He's uh, and he's jogging all, all up and down the stairs, and you know, I can kind of see it from the one window. And then it's when he comes back around, you know, I can kind of see see him when he comes around. I guess he, but he, I didn't see any other guys. And uh, anyway, I start noticing it looks like it's gonna rain. And it's getting bad, like the clouds are getting dark. And then, you know, remember, this is an outdoor show, so if it rains, it's going to be screwed. And so now I, I hear the policeman inside talking about that it might, they might have to cancel the show because, it's you know, if it's lightning, this is the summertime in Atlanta, Georgia, so, I mean, it's, it always does rain anyway. But if the lightning and stuff gets uh, bad, you know, they have to cancel the show. And actually, a few years, I guess probably 10 years before this, I'd actually went to the same stadium and saw Pink Floyd, and it rained like hell. Me and my uh, girlfriend at the time, or may have been my first wife, we uh, we ended up leaving after three songs of Pink Floyd, which we really wanted to see. But it was just dumping rain, so it looked like that's what was going to happen again at the same stadium at the Rolling Stones show. And, uh, so hours go by, hours go by. It's like two hours before the show. People are starting to show up, starting to let, you know, VIP people in. He's doing like a meet and greet. Still the only people I see is him and and like the bass player and the keyboard player, all the, the like hard gun guys that they travel around with. They're not like, you know, it's not the regular Rolling Stones band from the 60s. It's uh, basically at this point, I think they had just Mick Jagger, uh, Ron Wood, Keith Richards, and I don't even think they, they may have, I don't know if they had Charlie Watts or not, but definitely didn't have the, you know, they had a different bass player and keyboard player, sax players, backup singers, they were all just hanging out in the, um, in the uh, wardrobe room, but I didn't really care about any of them, so, um, I didn't know who any of them were, so, but anyway, sitting there listening to police talk about maybe canceling the show, might not cancel the show, it's going to rain, maybe it's not going to rain, it can rain with the lightning, you know, they got it lightning, the fire department shuts it down if it starts lightning, it's just the way it is. Anyway, I'm looking out at the, looking out at the window, that little octagon window, about a little bit bigger than my head, and I kind of see the clouds starting to drift off, so the clouds are going away. 
Um, it's still kind of gray outside with all the real dark clouds and the rain passed on over. And uh, next thing you know, I'm kind of just standing there. And then next thing you know, Mick Jagger comes running up, looks, in that, looks out of that window. He's right beside me. He's an inch beside me. Looks out the window and gives me a thumbs up and says, Looks like we're going to do the show, mate. I know that's a shitty Mick Jagger imitation. That's what he said. He gives me a thumbs up, says, looks like we're going to do the show, mate. And he's really excited, and he runs off. So he didn't shake my hand, and I didn't actually meet him, but he was, like, right in my face. It was a, it was a moment. How many people can say they had a moment with just me and Mick Jagger, just us? And he was, you know, and, and I became a huge, I didn't become a huge Ron Stones fan after that, but I, I, I got a lot of respect after that because I could see in his eyes and in his face that he was just as excited to go on stage that night as he was when he was, you know, 20 years old. He, he was still way into it. He wasn't phoning it in. Um, and then I told the story to my boss and a cop was sitting there and I was like, yeah, he's still as excited to to uh, go out there and they were like well 20 million dollars or I don't know what they said 8 million dollars I think something like that 8 or 9 million dollars they were making he said that that motivates you to want to go out there too so I kind of see it but I mean hell he don't doubt he needed the money and they actually told me that they made more money off the t-shirt sales they were selling t-shirts the whole day out of these big trailers they, they just made more money off the t-shirt sales than they probably did the show you know, $50, $60 shirts and hundreds of them sold. They went on to do the show and I actually uh, got a little break and got to go down and get a hot dog or a Chick-fil-A or some shit down there. And I, you know, when you have an event security shirt on, you can just walk around in there and nobody stops you. So I just walked right up to the front row and watched a couple of songs. I did notice that Ron Wood and uh, Keith Richards, they, they didn't show up. They showed up at the very last minute. Like, the band was already on stage. It was like five minutes before showtime. Their limousine pulls up. They get out of the limousine and go straight on stage. They don't even come to the ordinary room where I'm at. And uh, same thing when they left. When it was done, they just walked straight into the limousine. But Mick Jagger still hung out afterwards, hung, signed some autographs and stuff. So that's about it. That's my uh, event security part two I have an old uh, early one of my earlier shows I, did, I may have even told this story on there I told a lot of event security stories on event security part one episode before I didn't have any guess on that one that's on the way back um, but anyway that's my Mick Jagger story and of course in the background right now you're not hearing Mick Jagger because I can't afford to license Rolling Stone songs I ain't playing that shit on here I ain't gonna play Get Off of My Cloud on here. This is my music in the background. Um, but anyway, this will be, uh, like I said, event security part two.
featuring the doomed sounds of day long morning. Grave lover. Cult of sorrow. Tommy Stewart's dire award. Wither without you. Bloody jars. Negative wall. And the artists of Dubonomicon. Doomstress. Stone man. Dead registering war. Black Doombop Records. On Facebook, Twitter, Bandcamp, and Big Cartel. And BlackDoombaRecords.co. Black Doombop Records. Expect the dark. Southern Man, Western Town, episode 34. Uh, I want to thank Gav Brown for calling in from Australia. I feel bad because I probably cost any money on the phone call because I tried to call him on my phone and it said, your plan does not cover this area. So I couldn't call him, so he had to call me. It probably cost him a little bit of money. Hopefully you guys will help help with that by going to gavbrown.com.au and, uh, buying a CD or going on a go to Spotify look up Gav Brown remember that's G-A-V V is in Valentine G-A-V Brown like the color and uh stream his music uh download his music go to YouTube look at his video some of his videos have a million views or something like that it's crazy um but they're good videos and good musicianship um Thanks again to Gav for calling in. I'll be glad when he gets back out there and tours. Hopefully when he comes back over here to America, he'll, uh, he'll hit me up. Maybe he'll come out this way. We can, uh, we can blow the froth off for one. Is that what they say? I don't know what they say. I'm not even going to try to do an Australian accent. I hate when people do Southern accents and aren't Southern. They think they're doing it. They're not doing it. They don't realize there's like seven or eight different Southern accents people from North Carolina don't talk the same as the people from Alabama. My grandfather, uh, William Allison, from, uh, he's dead now, but in William, uh, from, uh, Warshall, South Carolina, you could barely even understand anything he, uh, he said. <laughs> um, but yeah, he could, you kind of get that from Gav too. You know, he's, uh, he got, he's got a thick Australian accent, of course. Why wouldn't he? But uh, you'll uh, you just have to kind of make it through that. We all have our accents, except maybe people from uh, like the middle part of Missouri. I don't know if you have one or not. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, um, do I have any politics to discuss with you? Not really. Not really any politics. Not really any pro wrestling that I want to talk about. 
This uh, show has been uh, recorded on June 11th. Um, this show will be dropping around, see, the 20th. It's when I'll officially drop it, but I told you the secret to my loyal listeners that you can actually listen to it tonight. Just go to anchor.fm. Support the podcast. You can do it with a dollar a month, two dollars a month, five dollars a month. Um, I need the support. I've been bringing you guys a shitload of content. I want to keep it up. I got got a lot of podcasts released right now that I haven't uh, talked about because, like I said, I don't drop them until I give. I like to give the people, uh, you know, that I interview three, four days where it's just them focused on them, and then I'll drop another one. But you know, like I said, they're all actually already on there. Um, got a next, uh, next. I uh, got got a couple of good ones coming up. I'm gonna record two or three this weekend. Just going to keep pumping them out there for you. Like I said, I could use the support. But uh, go to anchor.fm or record the podcast, and you can go Jeff-Lawrence, or you can just punch in Southern Man, Western Town, and you can support me on there. You can support on Venmo by going to Jeff-Lawrence-48. You can send me a PayPal, LawrenceJeff1968 at gmail.com. I don't make hardly anything on doing this show I just like to do it I'm trying to get good at it and I'm also trying to get all these independent artists that I interview a platform to be discovered by people all over the world because I got listeners in Ireland Russia and Germany Philippines Canada uh, South Africa but hopefully I'll have some in Australia after after this show um Yep, but uh, hopefully everything's going to start opening up here sooner than later. Not sure. Yeah, Gab was saying in Australia, you know, it's opening up a little bit. New Zealand seems to have their shit together. So, wish I could go there. Maybe I can. Anybody out there in New Zealand want to book a smooth jazz guy? I'm the man. In the background, you can hear my music, my song, Endless Sky off of Georgia Jazz Textures. And where can you find that? Spotify, iTunes. Go to thejslawrence.com. You just want to stream it. You can't download it there, but you can stream it. I won't make any money off of it that way, but you can stream it and download it on Spotify, iTunes. Just look up J.S. Lawrence or Jeff Lawrence for my older material. Basically go by J.S. Lawrence now. There's a lot of Jeff Lawrence's out there. But there is past stuff released under Jeff Lawrence. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Jeff S. Lawrence One. Instagram, J Law Music Man. Um, Facebook, Jeff S. Lawrence. Um, if you have trouble finding me on there, because I'm sure there's a shitload of Jeff Lawrence's on there. As a matter of fact, I know there is. Um, shout out to Jeff Lawrence, the comedian up there in New York. What's up, buddy? You ain't listening anyway, but I hope you do one day. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm going to try to interview him. Jeff Lawrence interviewing Jeff Lawrence. That'd be that'd be good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get that going. Um, I'm enough comedians on the show anyway. Um, but anyway, when you're on Facebook, go to Southern Man Western Town Podcast. There's a page on there. You can go on there and like it. Follow me on uh, Twitter. Follow me on Spotify. All helps. If you want uh, guitar lessons or old bar videos, go to uh, Jeff Lawrence Lessons on YouTube. 
There's a couple of other uh, Jeff Lawrence pages on YouTube that I made back in the day, and I, I don't know how to get into them. <laughs> I don't remember the passwords, but uh, you can actually go to uh, Jeff Lawrence Lessons and uh, on YouTube, and it'll it'll show the pages that I subscribe to, and so I, I, I subscribe to my old pages on there. Definitely subscribe to me on there. But anyway, thanks to. Um, Again, to Gav Brown. Everybody check out gavbrown.com.au. Check out all his stuff. And uh, I will see you. I won't see you. One day I may see you. I don't know why I would. I don't know why I would videotape this podcast since I'm just sitting here in my shorts in my uh, studio. It wouldn't be very interesting. Um, but at least I do have shorts on. You know, you know what I'm saying. Anyway, uh... But I will talk to you again on episode 35. This is episode 34. Uh, Jeff Lawrence, Southern Man, Western Town. Going to play you a little bit of Endless Sky on the way out. Take care of each other. Hug each other. Won't you be my neighbor?